Have you ever felt frustrated because you just couldn't find a lovely book to read? I can start to crave not just a good book, but a book that draws me in and evokes such a deep emotion that I can say, wow, that was a lovely book. Welcome friends. This is Emmy B on Lovely Books Podcast, where it's my job to highlight the lovely books that keep you reading and connect you to the world. If you're new to Lovely Books, this podcast is more than just a best books podcast. It's about the reader's experience and takeaway. No book reviews, no analysis of literary content, just thoughts and personal anecdotes brought to our minds by the characters and subject matter that we love. That's what brings the book to life for you. I hope we give you something to think about, something to laugh about, and something lovely to read. We have a fantastic guest today. I'm so excited to have Analia Van Dyke with us today, highlighting the shipping news by Annie Prue. Um, she's going to start out by telling us just a little bit about herself. I was born in Uruguay to Uruguayan parents and family. I was raised in Utah. At the age of 25, I moved to Spain with my husband and one of my children. I have two children, a boy and a girl. And I lived in Spain for many years, 10 years, and then we moved to the Netherlands. I was there for seven years. And then we moved to England, and I was there for six years. So I was gone from America for 25 years. While I was there, I was a member of a very large book club in In Spain, Spain, where we couldn't get any English language books. It was very difficult to find. We could go to the middle of Madrid and there was a little bookstore there that had some stuff, but they were expensive and it was an expensive ride. So every time somebody would go back to the States to visit family, they would bring back a suitcase full of books or as many books as they could. And uh, one of our friends, um, Marietta, actually, kept all of our books in her basement library. So we all had books. So in this book club, we were all English speakers. We'd sit around in a big circle, 25 people, and eat and talk about books. And the difference in this book club was that we would all read our very own book, whatever we wanted to read, and then each person got a few minutes to talk about. I I paused because it just occurred to me that I remember why I was president. <laughs> You're a president of this book club. I love it. <laughs> Guess why? Because you had the best access to books. No. No. Okay, My why? friend Carmen had the best. She literally would bring back 22 books because I could keep people in line with their five minutes. <laughs> okay, that's enough for you next because there was 25 of us and we, yeah, all wanted, we all wanted to talk about our book. And so everyone's, right. you know, they just said, okay, people... <laughs> Moving right along. <laughs> Moving right along. It was great because you, you got to know your your friends and people. I would. I knew that I could read Carmen's books, and I knew that I couldn't read Janet's book because we knew that we didn't like the, the same, same things. Mm-hmm. So it was really, really fun to say, "Oh, I've got this best book for you," and but you won't like it. Yeah, don't but don't, but don't read it. Don't give it to her because she's not going to like it. It's like, oh, would I like it? No, 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 no. no. You're not going <laughs> to like it. <laughs> don't even bother. Okay. And they wouldn't. So that's where I read most of my books. I have a pad of paper. I couldn't find it, but tiny, tiny lines like this of every, every book I read. 
with no comments, mind you, because the that's titles. not important. Right. Just what I read, because I can never remember the title or the author of the books I've read, which is why it is so remarkable that when you asked me what book I wanted to mention, it was The Shipping News by Annie Prue, because... Well, and she didn't hesitate. There was it, no hesitation. It just popped into my head because that is one of the books. It was a not a water. Well, maybe it was a watershed moment. It was one of those times where you read something and you think this is great fiction, or this yeah. is real life, or this is creativity. I don't know. It was just a different book. It was about a different subject. It wasn't about anything that I was familiar with or used to reading about. Very, very much so. In fact, you know, this was in, like, we had established this almost 30 years ago. And that was really when I started reading. You know, you're in school, you're at university, mm-hmm. your kids are young. You don't have a lot of opportunity to sit and read. And I just never stopped from there. I've voraciously read. It's... Okay, so Analia has a thousand books that she's read. And she has over 800 books on her Goodreads. So why the shipping news? One of the reasons why I really liked it was because the characters were so flawed and so unpalatable by their own judgment. The prose is very specific about the imperfectness and the defectiveness of the people and the place. And that's not something we're used to reading. Generally speaking, everybody has to be beautiful, pretty. Nobody wants to read about tragic figures unless it's, you know, poverty, you know, Oliver Twist. Right. And that's not what this book is like. But, But just externally, physically, very unpleasant. Yes. However, the unpleasantness wears off very, very quickly because the people are beautiful inside. And that's not to say that they're repulsive on the outside and most people don't like them until they get to know them which I find a very very shallow thing Mm -hmm. I'm really nice once you get to know me it's like wow okay okay Coyle is an unusual not very likable character Coyle would have been labeled immediately he would be this is about an autistic person and he he just just doesn't quite know what's going on and he just kind of looks at you and you know you have to watch out where he goes because sometimes he forgets things you know and it's just not like that it's not like that this is long enough ago where he was just a quirky I hate that word he was just a different man he was just a different man he was just different and it was fine he still functioned just fine. Right. And nobody said, well, it'll never work because he's too quirky. They just took him. And we have talked many times as family that having the strange uncle or the strange aunt who, who actually took Valium every day because cause she did. I mean, what's wrong with that? And nowadays you'd label them immediately. They're, they've got a mental illness or they're disabled and they need help or they need accounting for or even worse, they need allowances made for. Mm-hmm. And this is a book about people who allowances are not made for them. They're expected to account for themselves and to acknowledge and to be responsible and to have duty regardless of what their difficulties are. Right. There's really no reason why you say, well, he, he can't really do that because, you know, that because she just couldn't help it. She had a bad childhood. There's none of that. There's none of that. It's just, this is just the way these people are. 
And it's so nice to read about people who are just taken at what they are. I mean, there's no point in the book where he expresses the need for allowances or help or it's not my fault because yes. I got the short end of the stick as a child. And so I can't help it. I can't help it. It's, <laughs> you know, I don't deserve this. He didn't ever have. And I don't think he did deserve that. But he he's I certainly don't think that he deserved mistreatment, but he didn't have a sense of not deserving that. One was really deliberately cruel. Except his brother. Do you think he was cruel? He was just called names. I mean, do you think he? Do you think he was raised wrong and had a bad childhood? <laughs> I think he was raised wrong and he had a bad childhood. <laughs> and we should make allowances. He couldn't for help him. it. He was His really brother disturbed. could not help it. <laughs> he was really disturbed, and he just couldn't help. He himself. couldn't help himself. He absolutely couldn't help himself. And mind you, I I hesitate to say. Take me as I am. It's not always take me as I am when you're a jerk. Right. It's take Agreed. me as I am as a different person and a unique person, mm -hmm. but still call me on unkindness. Right. Or misbehavior. And this book does that brilliantly. These people were genuinely nice, giving, loving, generous people with personality, mm -hmm. which is very nice to read about. They're not flat at all. They have a lot of grace and a lot of creativity in their speech and in their actions, really. Annie Prue is very gifted at the lyricism of her prose. At least I find it. I find it very lyrical. And it's, it's the way people think rather than the way people speak. Because we don't always speak in full sentences. We, we speak in short bursts and random thoughts and points. And, I find that very comforting. And Aaliyah, tell us about the Book of Knots. I know Angie's Book of Knots is is something that's really, um, something you've really enjoyed. Tell us more about that. At the very beginning of the chapter, but you have a hint at that, maybe what's going to happen. She wants you to, or what to get at the end, because she's given you the knot, described a knot, the coil. Mm -hmm. it's so good that it's made flat so that you can step, step on it. it so you don't trip on it it's just it's there but you don't really notice that you sort of stumble over it and you don't realize that that's what you're supposed to sort of feel about coil then you do and then you look back and think oh I get it I see yeah. what she said and I I really really wanted the Ashley book of knots very very badly I I just found it such a beautifully written description of it's hard to describe because when we learn knots, it's, you know, the rabbit went through the hill and went over and under. And that's, that's not what the knot book is about. The book is about what you need these knots for. And the characters are used, what you need a man like coil for, mm -hmm. or pedal, or, uh, you know, what do you need them for? The knot is this very specific thing, yet... You know, even in the end, when she talks about the knots, she says, I haven't even begun to tell you all of the knots there are. And there are so many that you couldn't possibly list them all because there are so many uses and so many specific examples of, of need that you couldn't possibly label them all. This is what we use them for, and each one is unique, and we can do it slightly differently, and then it's a completely different knot. And they all have value because we need every single one of them. And if that's not 
life and people then I don't know what is right. <laughs> so it's just for me it was just a very beautifully written and interesting and creative and wonderful book Annalia, seriously, thank you so much for that lovely highlight of the book, The Shipping News. Now, if that doesn't make you want to go back to 1993 and read this book for the first time, I don't think anything will. Um, before Annalia leaves us today, she is going to give us a book recommendation for something else to read. So I think this book maybe falls into the category of science books. Um, it's certainly nonfiction. The title of the book is Factfulness by Hans Rosling. Annalia, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about that? So, Factfulness. A nice read for these troubled times. Why? I haven't read it. Why? He talks about this scientist. He talks about the things that are going right in the world. And when we learn statistics, for example, if I say two people out of every 10 stub their toe every day, yeah, but there are eight people out of 10 who didn't. And, and he, he makes a lot of those points, especially on a global perspective. This many people are starving, but it's actually down significantly in the last 10 years. And the media has you believe that everything is just getting worse and worse and worse and worse and nothing we're doing is making any difference at all. And that's not true. So let's look at the things that we've done and how much of a good difference they've made. And he's, he's easy to read. He's nice to read. He has a lot of charts. You can go online and get all this. He, he invented this a particular bubble kind of chart that's fun to read. And if you like graphs and things, to, to know who's done what. Thank you so much, Analia. I love the depth and the richness that reading can add to our lives. And it's been so great having Analia here with us today. Um, I hope that you'll tune in with us again next week and join us every Friday. Please remember to like, share, comment, subscribe, and to follow Lovely Books Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And we'll see you again next week.